Hello and welcome to the podcast. I hope all of you are doing great. My name is Derek Kanijo. Today I'm going to be talking about my investment in the common stock of a car company called Fiat Chrysler. The company is no longer listed because it merged with the PSA Group. Before the merger, Fiat was the parent company of several iconic car brands such as Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, and Ferrari. Ferrari was later spun out, but I'll talk more about it later. I think there are a lot of good lessons in this story, and I really hope you enjoy it. All right, at the time of my investment in 2015, Fiat was a sub $20 billion business, and it was doing over $100 billion in sales. So just incredibly cheap based on price to sales. For comparison, Tesla did about $30 billion in sales last year, and at the time of this recording, its market cap is over $800 billion. If you ask my friends, they would tell you that I don't know anything about cars. And they would be right. But what I do know is that car manufacturing is not a good business. And there are a couple of reasons why. For example, it is a very it is very capital intensive, cars are taste dependent, and the labor force is unionized. To top it off, car makers historically earn low returns on capital, and the industry is facing rapid technology change. So why on earth was I interested in a car company that was in such a lousy industry? The answer is simple. The shares were cheap and I really liked the people who were running it. Fortunately, all the math you need to do well in investing, you learned it in sixth grade. Here's the math behind the investment. The company was trading at three times 2018 earnings. By then management said that the business would also be in a net cash position. So I thought to myself, Here's a chance to buy a profitable business with no debt at a very low multiple of earnings. By the way, embedded within Fiat was Ferrari. On a good day, Ferrari was alone worth more than Fiat, which put a very nice flaw on the value of the business. Note, I did not try to calculate the precise value of Fiat. All I did was I tried to figure out whether the business was undervalued and mispriced. It's almost like if you see LeBron James, you don't need to know his exact height in order to know that he's tall. During my research, I came across a write-up by some MBA students from Columbia University. They said that the CEO of Fiat, Sergio Marchioni, had an excellent long-term track record as a business operator. The graph in the write-up showed that had you invested $1 with Sergio in 1996 and you moved that dollar every time Sergio went to a different company, that dollar would be worth $32 by 2015. With the following setup, the downside just seemed really, really low. In January 2016, Fiat spun out Ferrari as an independent public company. Shareholders received one share of Ferrari for every 10 shares of Fiat they had. And for some stupid reason, I sold all my Ferrari shares in January at about $40 per share. Today, Ferrari is changing hands at, wait for it, $200 per share. So it has gone up 5x in five years. Obviously, selling Ferrari was a big mistake, but more on this later. They say you only truly understand a business once you own it. During my ownership, I became very impressed with Sergio. I read that whenever there was a holiday in Detroit, Sergio would fly to Turin. And whenever there was a holiday in Turin, he would fly back to Detroit. He was a workaholic, definitely my kind of guy. 
His plan was to retire in 2019 and study theoretical physics. Sadly, Sergio passed away in July 2018. He suffered serious complications after a shoulder surgery. The auto industry lost a giant that day. He was an incredible CEO. He played the long game. He admitted mistakes. He exceeded expectations. With Sergio no longer in charge, I chose to exit my investment. I now want to circle back to Ferrari. Let's try to understand why Ferrari is such an amazing business and why I was so stupid to sell it. Today, Ferrari sells about 10,000 cars per year. These cars are very exclusive and the waiting list for certain models can be as long as three years. What's interesting is that the demand for Ferrari cars is actually much higher than the 10,000 cars they sell. So the company could easily earn more money by selling more cars. But for good reasons, it chooses to limit supply. And when you limit supply, you create scarcity. So as a result, the demand for Ferrari cars is actually very predictable and not at all tied to the economic cycle. I was very surprised to later learn that during the financial crisis in 08-09, shipments only fell by 4%. In high school economics, I learned about something called Webland goods. According to Wikipedia, a Webland good is a type of luxury product whose demand increases as the price increases. A good example is Harvard Business School. Another example is Ferrari cars. The more expensive the cars are, the more the people seem to want it. By the way, the story, the story gets better. Because on average people are getting more wealthy, Ferrari must raise their prices every year. What an amazing position to be in. Ferrari has never spent a single dollar on advertising, yet it is one of the most recognizable brands in the world. You can recognize these cars just by the sound of its engine. They have also competed in every championship since the 1950 Formula 1 season. The company goes to great lengths to make sure that its cars will never be scrapped and become a piece of metal. The company never discounts. The rule of the game is to create desire for the car. All in all, this is a great example of a business that engages in pain today, gain tomorrow type decisions. I hope one day I get a chance to own this wonderful business again. The reason I wanted to talk about my adventures in Fiat and Ferrari is because I want to reinforce into my brain the importance of holding on to great businesses, even when they look optically overvalued. There is a quote by Ben Franklin that I think applies to me and this story. We get old too soon and wise too late. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe to the podcast. That is all for today. Thank you all so much for tuning in.